You're listening to the Morning X with Kev. We aren't even aware from one second to the next what we're going to do. It's quite possibly the best radio show that you are listening to right now. But there's no radio at all. All radio is dead. That's for sure. The Morning X with Kev. You know, a lot of crappy news out there, you know, among uh, the world. And we, yeah. we are uh, the ones to cleanse your palate every Monday morning with a weekly dose of good news. Positive news stories from around the world. We're going out as far as uh, Australia this morning. Good eye, mate. A reporter in Australia, his name is Paul Burt. Paul, Paul Blart? No, not Paul oh, Blart, mall no. cop, no. Uh, he was on the air, uh, live on the air, when he saw a 10-year-old boy drowning in the ocean. So he stopped what he was doing, jumped in, and helped to save the drowning boy Jeez. live on TV. Well, that, if that doesn't get you laid, I don't know what will. Right. <laughs> he says the whole time he was thinking about his uh, son, who's around the same age. Yeah. Here he is. He managed to save float and come in adjacent to the southern side of the gutter, and a, a couple of, uh, about four or five has jumped in, but he's uh, living, he's breathing. Uh, translation, crikey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm the guy. I just stopped my news report, saved a kid's life. No big deal. It's just a standard day for me. The Australian accent, that's the hillbilly version of the British accent, right? I love the Australian accent. You yeah. kidding me? Yeah, no, it's, it's, but it's definitely the hillbilly version of the English accent. Probably, yeah. I don't, it's hard, sometimes it's hard to understand. Like, if you combine a British accent and a Texas accent, you're going to get the Australian accent, I think. <laughs> I would love to see a British-Australian Texan. I don't think I've ever met one. <laughs> if you can find me one. Well, they say all Australians are technically British because a lot of uh, British criminals were banished to, yeah, to it, Australia. It's a prison colony. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I still want to go there. Oh, I do, too. It's, one of the co- it's like only like a 25-hour flight. No big deal. But Another one that happened in Australia here. A guy in Australia found a little bit of spare change and bought uh, like a $1 lottery ticket mm-hmm. and won ten grand. Hey, all right. Yeah, you clean out your car, right? You find some quarters on the seat, buy, ever, a, uh, buy a scratch off, and, you know, end up with $10,000. I'll take it. You ever uh, win the lotto at all? Anything ever? I, you know, the most they've won on a scratch off is like 100 bucks. I've never won anything ever, like from the state lottery. Really? Not even a dollar, not even a free ticket. You never won nothing. like the $4, like you got no. one number in the Powerball, nothing. that kind of thing? Nothing. Not nothing. Not ever, ever. Damn, you got bad luck. I know. That's why I don't gamble. You never even got the free ticket on the scratch. No, nothing. 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 Oh, even when people okay. give me them, you know, for Christmas sometimes, mm-hmm. like, hey, here's some scratchers. Nothing. Wow, the universe hates you. It's shocking how unlucky I am when it comes to gambling. <laughs> that's why I don't. Well, this guy says this is the first time he's ever won anything, and he's using the money to fix up his car. Maybe this is your time, Matt. Okay, well, I'll go down to the quick stop or whatever the... The heck's down the road. You know, and I always thought, like, you know, they used to have these, I don't know if they still have these, but there used to be a scratch-off ticket where you could win $10,000 a week for life. I would like that one. Like, they pay you ten grand, or maybe it was 1000 a week for life. Either way, wouldn't that be great? That's a full-time job right there, right? I would be happy and content with 1000 bucks a week for the rest of my life. You would never see me again, sir. I always thought maybe <laughs> if you won that, though, since it's until you're dead... That maybe the lottery office would send out like mafia to kill you so that they wouldn't have to pay you forever. So you're constantly looking over your shoulder. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. <laughs> so enjoy your vacation, but. I don't know how tied into the family the uh, lottery office is. Where does the money come from? See how. Uh, uh, well, it comes from other people playing and losing. How? Yeah, we give them the money. That's what we do. Oh. We have paid every lottery winner. Let's you put it know, that if way. If I was a lottery winner anyway, I would be, always be looking over my shoulder because you know people out there. 
There's been a lot of stories. There's actually you can probably look up lists of horrible things that have happened they to know, lottery winners. They know when because you have to announce the, you have to announce to everybody that you've won ten million dollars. Well, there are some states that say you don't have to. Good. I I think I always thought that was stupid that they have to put your name and face out there. Hey, look at this guy. He's got all this money. Come get him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be like, no, I didn't win. No, no, it wasn't me. It was the other guy. A uh, 17-year-old chess player from Colorado uh, recently earned the title of National Chess Master. His name is Griffin McConnell, and he has had four different brain surgeries to help with seizures. Hmm. Still manages to be a National Chess Master. I don't play chess. I've never played before. It's one of those games that you kind of got to be smart. You got to know how to strategize. It seems like a smart person game. It, it is. You're, I think you're smart enough to play chess, man. I don't know. Checkers, maybe. Maybe not smart enough to win, but you're smart enough to play, for sure. Well, I know they got the, like, the little... I don't know. In the Shawshank Redemption, he played chess and he made chess pieces. Well, you really don't know chess. Wow. <laughs> That's all I know. You're just like, you know, they had the little uh, 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 Shawshank Redemption. That's how I know chess. <laughs> Andy Dufresne played it. He made his own chess pieces. Yeah. Uh, I'll teach you. I'll teach Matt how to play chess. You play chess? Yeah, I do. I'm not great at it, but I play. Okay. Pawn takes rook. Yeah. I taught my Is wife how to play chess. We were on our honeymoon, and the resort we were at had this giant chess board mm-hmm. you could actually play chess yeah. on. And uh, I taught my wife how to play just so we could do that, and she beat me. So, <laughs> so okay. So you're not very good, is what you're saying. No, I'm not. No. Uh, and uh, Hot Wheels is releasing its first remote control wheelchair toy. Okay. They collaborated on it with five-time wheelchair champion Aaron uh, Fotheringham. Uh, but you can pre-order one on Amazon, and it'll ship in November. Did you ever have Hot Wheels when you were a kid? Um, Hot Wheels, uh, yeah. I'm thinking more like Power Wheels. Uh, Power Wheels was awesome. I always wanted, like, the Jeep. Oh, yeah, me too. I never got one. Never could afford it. They were expensive, but we lived in the 80s. They were expensive back then. Now I don't know what they cost. Parents said no to everything when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everything. You know what? I got a Nintendo when uh, Super Nintendo was already out. (laughs) So they're way behind. Yeah, right. right. So that's that's how I grew up. Okay. By the time I was able to get a Power Wheels, I was already driving a real car. So Yeah, you can't be 16 and driving a Power Wheels. That, that, they yeah. look at you weird. Hey, can I pick you up on a date on Friday? In my Barbie car? <laughs> go five miles an hour. <laughs> That's your weekly dose of good news. 104.9. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The Morning X with Kev. Old man Matt in studio. What's up, man? The old man river keeps on rolling. <laughs> what are you cranky about today, old man? Uh, I don't know. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the sky, the clouds, just yelling. Old man yells at cloud. Yep, that's me. I love. I by the way, I love that meme with Abe like shaking oh, yeah. his fist at the oh, clouds. Yeah. You could just that's you just me. hear his voice, right? Yep. <laughs> you could just hear him. We uh, used to tie an onion to our belt, as was the style at the time. Uh, there is a thread on Reddit that made me think of you, and it was just, uh, what is the thing that you say? Nah, I'm too old for that now. Everything. <laughs> Staying out late. Number one, I can't stay out past, like, as soon as the sun goes down, I'm done for the day, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. You know, like, I, I mean, well, okay, well, we do jobs that are early in the morning. It's yeah. harder for us to stay out late than, say, somebody who worked nine to five. Right, but say, like, on a Saturday, I would rather, if I'm going to go out and do things, I'd rather do some day drinking, you know, have that, and then, like, around seven, eight o'clock at night... Call night. My wife and I last Saturday night were nodding off at like nine at night. We nine like, o'clock. What is happening to us? You know that college kids are just getting ready to start their evening at night. I know they're just putting on their Axe body spray at yeah. that point. They're yeah, checking their hair in the mirror. And their leather pants. Uh, leather pants. I think so. Don't people wear what leather kind pants? of clubs? Are you going to? Kids wear leather pants. They do? I think so. If you go down to Jack's Pub, which I've never been to, like on a, I guess that's the place where they go on like a Saturday. You, are you saying? 
college-age men are wearing leather well, no. pants. Well, yeah, men and women, probably. Mostly women, probably. The Judas Priest chic is back? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? I wish. Dude, I wish 1980s like metal dress would come back. I've, I don't remember the last time I saw somebody in leather pants unironically. Well, maybe maybe more women then. Late, ladies more so, for yes. sure. Chelsea just wore leather pants the other day. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what are you too old to do? I don't know. I'm like, you know, I'm right with you there. Uh, some of these on the list, I totally agree with. Uh, mosh pits at metal concerts. Oh, I never liked those to begin with. Uh, you know, it always looked fun, uh, but now it's like, uh, I, I can't, I can't hold my own in there anymore. One time at a radio station, Five Finger Death Punch came to town, and I got, they gave me floor seats, and I was like, okay, great. And then I was like, <laughs> nope, I am not. I'm going into the seats, and I went up and found a nice seat. I ended up in a mosh pit by accident once. I was at a concert that you wouldn't expect a mosh pit to start. First of all, it was like a it was like a ska punk band. Oh yeah, uh, uh, and this was 1999 when ska punk bands were still like. Was really... it the Real Big Fish? No, no, it was it was a band called the uh, the Pilfers. Okay, uh, they never got super popular, but they were like playing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like on the stage there with another yeah. band, and uh, I was just standing there enjoying the music because I liked their music, and then all of a sudden a pit broke out and I got punched in the head. Yeah, and I like that. Yep. Then I was in, I was young at that time, and I was like, nope. Yeah, screw mosh pits. Yeah. Now I'm worried about my, you know, well, you could cover your deductible maybe with the uh, with the mosh pit. It's now. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone said wearing high heels. That doesn't apply to me. No. I don't know about you. Uh, too old for arguing about musical tastes. You know, I let people go off on whatever they like anymore. I don't. I never was that guy anyway. Like, how dare you like them? Yeah, and I well, I was always the one who people made fun of for liking certain things. Oh yeah, I was the one who got the brunt of that because I like I, I like most things. So when when a popular band gets really popular and their hit song is on the radio, what's wrong with that? I usually like that band. Uh, you know, Creed, for example, I got a lot of crap for liking Whatever. Creed. You know what? They write catchy tunes. Like, right. why is it such a crime to <laughs> like a band that other people like? Like, I get a lot of crap. I used to because oh, you you like the Food Fighters? Well, they only do is sing commercial pop songs. Yeah, who well, they're... Gave, who gave you crap about liking the Food Just Fighters? Just out there. You know what I mean? But like, really, sorry, I don't like your super indie band that no one, like three people, have heard of. You know, <laughs> right. You know, go listen to Arcade Fire and cry. You Thank know? you. Yes. Sorry, yeah. I don't like them or one of those jam bands where like a guitar solo lasts twenty five minutes. See, no, I can appreciate those, but I would. I not, appreciate. Like, them. I don't fault people anymore. Like, no, like I used to get into arguments. Now I don't argue. If you're like that band sucks, I let you have it. I'm not even gonna argue. Let people. That's what you're looking for. Like right? who they like is what I say. You know, and yeah. don't shame somebody for liking a band unless it's Post Malone. Then you can go straight to hell. I like Post Malone. <laughs> Stop it. I think he's got good stuff. <laughs> See. <laughs> You should listen to him. He's not bad. He's a nice guy. He's hey, funny. Uh, looking for your text here. Uh, what is something you're too old for now? 815-874-2104. Somebody said dating. <laughs> dating? Yeah, you know what? At a certain point, it's tough out there when you're in your 40s. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to be married. You got lucky. Because I see the dating scene now, and I'm like, I don't know if I could 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 hack it. Well, you know, see, the problem is women watch these shows like The Bachelor, where they're going on these dates in helicopters and climbing up mountains, which makes my trip to the Chili's pale in comparison. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm sorry, I can't take you on an excursion. We're going to Applebee's. Uh, I uh, I would enjoy a trip to Applebee's or Chili's. Yes, I would. We're not hiking up a mountain. There are no mountains here in Rockford. I'm sorry. You know, but there there are ways you could make a date more exciting than Chili's, and you know, a, a lady would appreciate that extra effort. But how do you know anymore what's acceptable? How do you know what's going to be good enough? You don't. You don't. It's hard out there. Because you you could think you nailed it on the head 
and then you, you never hear from them again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really all about looks. I mean, everyone says it's not about looks. It's about looks. It's not though. First, the first impressions, and then it's not about looks. I was I was bald and overweight when I met my wife. Yeah, you outkicked the coverage on that one. How'd yeah. you do that? I did. I just by being myself. Yeah, it's not all about it, looks. Good Matt. for you. And, I, and you know what? I didn't do too badly. No, you know? that's what I said. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> you married up, and she. Well, you know. <laughs> hey. She married up as long too. as long as she doesn't know hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> uh, here's one that's great. What are you too old for? Drama and infighting between thirty plus year old adults. Yeah. Oh, get over yourselves. It's like, where are we? Right. The bitching, the moaning, the complaining. We see it right here in our own social media channels. Mm-hmm. The people, the things that people complain about and get into arguments about on social media is ridiculous. It's dumb. Adults. Yeah. Arguing with adults, they'll never meet over things that are inconsequential. Oh, Who cares? The worst. <laughs> Here's the thing about social media. If you're not on it, those opinions do not matter. And they really don't, even if you're on there. Who it, cares what some guy thinks about you who lives in another state? Who cares what his opinion is? Yeah. But the, the, there's been that, the drama and infighting thing, that's been super relevant over the past three, four years. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I haven't noticed. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's been worst. Worst. Right. You're working me up this morning. Yeah. Uh, what are you up. too old for? 815-874-2104. Send me a text there. Or you can participate on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Yo, that's Shizzle. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X. Hi, I'm Kev. Matt Hall's in the room. What's up, buddy? Hey there. Oh, hey, look. Um, real quick, before we get to our nerd news, quick update. Remember we were talking about um, the lottery? Yeah. And the crazy things that happen to people who win the lottery. Yeah. This Philadelphia guy was found dead. Oh. Um, and they also found a $1 million lottery uh, ticket. Uh-oh. With his body. Oh, well, then it, he wasn't killed for it because they would have took it. Uh, police say he was shot multiple times, stabbed, and burned. <sighs> Man, sometimes it's a curse if you win yeah. the lottery. I know. Maybe that was the guy that Alanis Morissette was singing about. No. I think the guy was... who won the lottery and died the, the next day. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was him. <laughs> That is a black fly in your Chardonnay. It sure as hell is. Hey, nerd news. Nerd news. Pop culture news that doesn't involve Kardashians or Kanye's or any of that stuff. Thank you. I will start with this. Season 2 trailer for The Floor is Lava has dropped. For the what? The Floor is Lava. You never heard of this? Well, when I was a kid, I used to play it. Well, there's a game show based on The Floor is Lava. Oh. And it's back for a second season. It's on Netflix. (laughs) I had no idea there was even such a thing. Uh, me and my wife turned it on once. We couldn't get through two episodes. It was really bad. Is it just like, can't touch the floor, look out! Well, there's a room that's actually filled with red liquid. It's just dyed water. Uh, and if your foot touches it, you're out. Call me when it's real lava. Then the stakes yeah. will be upped. Right? Oh, yeah. When you'll actually melt to your bones if you touch the water. <laughs> That'll make it more exciting. <laughs> that would be intense. That comes out on June 3rd. The trailer is out, though, if you want to check that out. All right. Uh, James Gunn has confirmed that the filming has been completed for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay, great. Picture of the tweet shows many of the principal cast members, but is missing Zoe Saldana. <laughs> she getting too big for it now? Because she's... Uh, no, but... Very pretty and talented. Hey, I don't, um want to spoil anything but her character is not alive anymore oh yeah that's right well, well but, I, but i know disney y- yes is in the no. business of bringing back dead people well spoilers you know be damned here i mean yeah in avengers 
Wow. I, I see. I don't want to talk about because maybe you haven't seen it, but she is technically though alive. Like some, you know, you know what I mean. Like she. I don't know. I don't know if technically alive. Because the way they did it, she's still a character that you can... I don't know. I don't think so, Matt. I like her a lot, by the way. She's out. She's great. Chris Pratt, uh, you know, I used to like him, but he made me mad at Avengers. He's the reason that Thanos (laughs) happened. (laughs) Yeah, but you can't blame him for Thanos being a dick. They almost had the glove off, and he freaked out. It doesn't matter. You can't blame him for Thanos being a jerk. Well, I... Sorry, I do. (laughs) Uh, And uh, (laughs) people who have seen... Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. uh, are upset that the film has a PG-13 rating. Is it like an R? A lot film? of people think it should be rated R. I would love to see these Marvel movies rated R. They could get away with a whole lot more. Uh, well, they're saying that it's uh, intense sequences of violence and action, frightening images in some language. Uh, I think it might be the 12-minute sex scene between Ant-Man and Spider-Man that, that caused it. <laughs> that might be. Yeah, a little insect on arachnid action. You know, you know, Ant-Man just bends him over the counter and says, now you've got nine legs. Oh, man. Plus, Ant-Man has that suit. He can shrink down and go all sorts of places. Uh, he can make whatever he wants, bigger or smaller. <laughs> Take the Richard Gere approach to it. Yeah, I thought it was weird that <laughs> Doctor Strange made one of those magical holes and it just turned out to be Thanos' b-hole. <laughs> this is getting strange. They, they went in there looking for the colonoscopy stone. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, though, if they did do like a Marvel? They haven't had, I don't think in any movie they've done a sex scene. Between characters. No, because it's not necessary. And uh, a big yes, target audience are the children. <laughs> you wouldn't want to see Iron Man and Gwyneth Paltrow going at it or whatever? Yeah, but that's what Pornhub is for. You can go <laughs> that's and fantasize true, you can. there. It shows up in the corner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so just... I mean, I have heard. I don't know. What, I, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, what website is that no, again? No, nothing. No, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. That, my nerds, is your news. You guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. Little point on the Morning X at 8.46. is Kev here with Jamie from Nose Ark Animal Sanctuary uh, and Thea. Hello. Good morning. Do you want to say hi, too? Yes. No? Hello, okay. Thea. Tell us about Thea. Uh, Thea is a very adorable, long hot dog. Um, <laughs> she is a... The mic doesn't want to stay by me. She's a basset hound mix, so she's real long, short little legs, kind of... She's not chunky yet. She's still a baby because she's only 10 months old. So do the basset um, hounds tend to get chunkier? They tend to be a little bit of a, a thickums dog. Yeah. Um, my friend adopted one from us a couple of years ago, and granted, Charlie's a purebred basset hound, but that sure. dog is a sausage. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So she, since she, whatever she's mixed with lab, or oh my gosh, what something else? She's a little bit longer and slimmer. She honestly looks like like a, a wiener lab. Like she's sure. got a very labby face and kind of yes. like a red lab color. But she's long and short with no uh, no height to her. If you are curious, she uh, did post a picture already on our Facebook page. She's cute, at the and she's X got Rock the saddest thing. little brown eyes ever. Yes, how do you resist these oh, puppy dog okay. eyes? Don't let me down. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, she's so she's ten months old. She is a little standoffish <laughs> at first, a little bit of a little sure. bit of a chicken. Um, after that first like two three minutes, maybe she will be your best friend. Um, she'll sit up in your lap. She'll hang out with you. She is very kissy and affectionate. Yes, she is very. She's very um, nice. And she, she was all over Chelsea. She was hanging out with Kevin. Like she's a very, very friendly dog. Once you break past that, I'm not too sure about this right now barrier. Right, and and what's good about it is the the I'm not too sure doesn't turn into aggression. It's more like backing away from yep, you. She just needs she just needs a minute. But no, she's really sweet. Um, if you are a Halloween. Uh, fan, she definitely would be a dog you could dress up as a hot dog very easily. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> or any sort of long cylindrical uh, food. For example, a cucumber. She could be a cucumber. Or a um, carrot. A 
she could be a piece of corn for, <laughs> throw some wings on it for Matt. Oh, yeah, Matt's uh, corn tattoo. Uh, she could dress up as Matt's corn tattoo. We can make that happen. Because, I like it. Well, because he's going to get covered up. Uh, you know, He I, needs to keep the corn. I say, I say... Don't get it covered up. Get another tattoo that complements it. You know, add yeah. to it. You have his aesthetic mountains, and then he can have his corn. Matt has said before that his corn tattoo, uh, not to get too far off topic, but his corn tattoo was a nod to DeKalb. That's like the DeKalb logo. Yeah, it looks like logo. The, the logo when you're driving out there through the fields. That's where he grew up. And so he's got the DeKalb logo tattooed on him. He can't pretend he's not from there. And I said, if you're going to do anything, add something to it. Cindy Crawford is from DeKalb. <laughs> Just have Cindy Crawford writing the flying corn. Uh, on your on your tattoo, I and, like that idea so much better. Yeah, and, but no, he wants to cover it up with mountains, which you know, <sighs> come on, you're still gonna be able to see the corn through it. Now you're gonna have to explain mountains on your on your calf. You know, I'd rather just explain. Oh, that's my hey, hometown oh, logo. She's leaving. Oh, oh, you gotta go get her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Thea just heard us talking about Matt's tattoo and was like, you know what? You're not dressing me up as a piece of corn. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and and she's back. No more escapees. She, well, um, well, that's our fault. We left the door wide open. But yeah. So if you're not like now to get back on track. Yeah, sure. um, since we got sidetracked by corn. Um, <laughs> If you're like with Thea, like she definitely would be a really good dog if you were an active family, but also want somebody who's going to be a cuddle bug. Like I've found with hound dogs, because that's what I have. I love hound dogs. Um, they're usually very, very affectionate, but they're also like down to go on an adventure. Like they're a nice, you got both sides of the coin with them. Um, and with her too, like she's a nice size. Like she's not so little you're going to trip over and break your ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also not so big that like if something happened, like she's not a manageable size, but you can also cuddle with her. She's not going to hog most of the bed. Uh, like she's, it's a really, I like, I like the size in this kind of breed of dog. She said she's 10 months old. Um, and you know, I, I, I noticed fine. her paws are a little bit chunky. So how much bigger will she get? Do you think? I, hold on. She stole a pen. <laughs> <laughs> we found a pen. Um, I don't really think she's going to get that much bigger. She might put on a couple extra pounds, but yeah. really that's probably all the bigger and, she's going to get. And how heavy is she now? Do you know? Like 30 ish. Okay. I yeah. don't remember off the top of my head. I probably should have looked before I left, but not that big, a pretty good size. If I, like, you know, just pick her up and guess she's probably about 30 pounds. Yeah. You do your curls. I've, nice I've been doing this for a while. Though. I can I can like pick dogs up and guess how much they weigh and be pretty pretty on the nose. Pretty accurate. The human scale over here. Oh my god! I'm gonna get that as a tattoo. Um, so I did post a picture again on our Facebook page at the X Rockford of Thea. If you want to adopt Thea, what do you got to do? Uh, come on down to the Ark if you got questions. Obviously, you can call us at eight one five nine six two two seven six seven. But otherwise, um. I'm pretty confident she'll be fine with older kids. I'm just not. I haven't been able to bring my daughter in while she's there, and usually I use her as a tough test subject sure. just because she knows the drill. She knows how to behave around dogs. So I don't know with little kids yet. Um, so if you have little kids, I'd prefer if they were brought in with just to make sure she's okay with them. I do think once that initial barrier is broken down, I do not think it'll be an issue, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Um, if you have any other dogs, we'd love, uh, we want them to come down too with their rabies certificate and make sure the dogs get along. Um, we always prefer female dogs to go home with males, but obviously if it's a good pairing, you know, they can go home with whoever. And then I don't think Thea will be a problem with cats. You know, one good pop to the face and she probably will back down. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she, I think she'll make a really great dog for, you know, again, a, a family that wants an active but affectionate buddy that they can sure. kind of do both with, you know. You know, I, d- I did send a picture over to my wife. and uh, Did she respond back yet? She she hasn't seen it. Dang like, you know, you can see on Facebook whether or not they've seen the, the thing you sent Well, maybe, them. I don't know, between, because Chelsea wants her, and then Kevin looked like he wanted I mean, her. Oh, yeah, Kevin Haas from the Rock River Current Newsroom was taking a look, and uh, I think we're going to have to have a three-way she brawl. Was, she was giving him those bedroom eyes. Like, she was. <laughs> Chelsea, I mean, you know, Chelsea 
Chelsea loves. She's got two of her own. I would give Chelsea all my dogs. Yeah, right. Um, she loves them, and uh, you know my my case is is interesting because my dog's like an a hole, and uh, so we've had trouble like. We've been wrestling with the idea of getting another dog another in the dog. house, and you know we've we've had we've had we tried once and we were unsuccessful to adopt another dog because the uh, <laughs> the the place we went to they were like yeah we can't send you home we can't send you home with this dog because y- your dog is Satan uh, he can't be that bad I might <laughs> well, change my mind when I actually meet him but well you know if you met him in studio here he'd be fine he would take a couple of minutes to warm up uh, longer than Thea. Uh, takes to warm up. Uh, But if we did it properly, we're starting to learn there's a way to get them, you know, uh, warmed up to people. And uh, it it wouldn't be that long. It would be like, it depends on the situation because he's comfortable here. I'm going to have to make Chewie my new best friend one of these days. (laughs) Right. Um, And he he just has this thing, this territorial attitude. and It's uh, a little dog syndrome. Yeah, right. Um, Honestly, they're all – I love them, but they're all terrible. And he he warms up. He does, though. Like he – everybody he's ever like gotten pissed at, if they've come by a few more times, he warms up to them. It's just – it just takes – a little bit, a little bit of patience, it's, which I think if you are a dog owner at all, you need that you to know. begin with. And yeah. again, with the little dogs, like that's such a, like I have so many people that will come in and like apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. My dog's like this. I'm like, I get it. Like, this is how they all are. Like, you're not, they didn't do something wrong. Like, they're just kind of funky sometimes. Yeah. And Chewy is, seems a lot scarier than he is when he gets mad, you know, uh, but he does have this sort of um, possessed look about him when he gets, uh, when he gets riled up. So it's uh a little bit intimidating, even if even if you are. Uh, I'm gonna mess with them. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. Well, I did send my wife the picture, so we might we might be having a three way brawl over Thea here in studio, and, and then anybody else. Who we can wants play to bets, adopt. and we can raise money for Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, raise money for Steve? Yeah, he's got his other dog sick now too, oh. and now he's got more, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, we can get a dunk tank out back, <laughs> and I'll come down and help. Yeah, that'd be great. The Sandy Hollow Bleeder. Get the ring set up in the uh, in, in the golf course over there. That'd be fun. What is it? The Midwest broadcast Midwest broadcast brawl. <laughs> the Midwest family bro- broadcasting brawl. Yes, we'll do it. And Thea will judge because she judges everybody. <laughs> All right, Jamie from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Rockford's own rock morning show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. 1049 The Morning X, it is Kevin. Kevin Haas is here. Uh, you know Kevin from our newscasts here from the Rock River Current Newsroom. Kevin, also a stand-up comedian from the area. Uh, welcome back to the show, first of all. Kevin, thank you for having me on. Oh, that was very professional. <laughs> I, I'm I'm nothing if not professional. <laughs> um, you know, we do these, uh, you know, you're a journalist. Uh, we, do, we do these, um, we have these show prep services that give us these surveys, these articles that they kind of pool from all kinds of different resources so we don't have to go searching all over the internet. And there's always an article about the top 10 towns for this or the top, the the worst towns for that. And uh, I feel like usually Rockford is not in the top or bottom 10 for these things. But when it is, it's either really bad or really good. Yeah, we have been called one of the most dangerous cities in America. We've been <laughs> called one of the most miserable cities in America. Uh We've been called one of the top five most Rockfords in America. <laughs> the third one's always a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, most Rockford? Yeah, no. Well, I mean, there's Rockford, Michigan, right? So, Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, the national media does pay attention to Rockford on, on occasion, and I feel like whenever that happens, people in Rockford, you know, their ears perk up. We want to see how people outside of here think of us. Right, and um, I'm guessing that those people that write those haven't been here. 
I have wondered the same thing because some of the articles you read read like the person has never been here. Sometimes it reads like the person d- did come here and, and take a look around, you know, so. or just did really good Google research. Yeah, yeah, you know, found the right found the right resources from the internet that tell all about about the Rockford area. But I'll tell you this: when I was first moving here, when I first got this gig and told people, "Yeah, I'm going to Rockford to do radio," the reaction was, "Oh, geez, Rockford." You yeah. gonna, are you going to be okay? Be careful. It's like, well, wait a minute. Like, looking around here, you don't see, like, it, it's it's one of those towns like Detroit where you think, oh, no, not Detroit. But, you know, there's, it's you're, it's fine. I actually was talking to our new, um, uh, the, the new director of the Rockford Area Economic Development Council who lived in the Detroit suburbs and Googled Rockford before moving here. And the first thing she saw was one of the most miserable cities in America. <laughs> so, But then you get that same, on the same token, another article saying one of the best uh, uh, up-and-coming towns or the best places for young people to move. Yeah, you we know? were just one of the mo- five most surprisingly cool cities where you can buy a home for less than $150,000. So, <laughs> oh, You know, it's like a Barbie playhouse, but still, it's $150,000, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. In today's, in today's housing market, it's bonkers but yeah uh yeah you know so it's like it's like which one is it are yeah. we bad or are we good i think uh you know it's whatever you believe <laughs> if you choose to continue to live here hopefully it's because you think it's good and not because you're trapped here and we won't let you out <laughs> you know everybody bashes the place where they live you know i feel like anybody's like oh god i hate this town and you know visitors are like this place is great what are you talking about you know it's just because you're not stuck living your day-to-day mundane life here that's all that's absolutely true yeah i mean i'm sure even people who would live in whatever would be considered the best city in america you know mcchesney park or whatever it may be probably don't <laughs> like that place are uh, you sure it's not loves park uh, sure? it could, it's one of the parks for sure <laughs> well i mean people who live in the vegas area for example can't stand vegas right you know like that's just the vegas that we know People yeah. can't stand that part of it. You know, they live in the quiet area off to the side. You know, so it's just a matter of a matter of perspective, I guess. Yeah, do you I hate, bet. Do you uh, hate your life joke. or not? That should be the article. Right. <laughs> yes. You know, it was interesting because I wanted to see how we were described by national media uh, over the course of time. I looked at four decades of national media coverage going all the way back to 1982. Really? And we are all over the map. You know, Sports Illustrated called us one of the Rust Belt's worst casualties. The New York <laughs> Times had a headline that just said Rockford is in trouble. Uh, but there was good stuff, too. You know, uh, the Washington Post back in 1983 when the country was in a deep recession talked about how Rockford's people have an energy and resilience to power through it. So uh, it's it's just sort of fun to see all the different ways we've been described. You can go to rockrivercurrent.com and see all the examples. Yeah, by it's the way. a hellhole, but the people are flexing their muscles and getting through it. <laughs> that's right. I mean, what what wouldn't you want to be described that way? Because that's like the perfect Rockfordian to say, hey, we don't like our community, but aren't we great? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of efforts to, you know, to make it better. You know? Absolutely. And any town, I don't care where you go, and I'm thinking of two other towns that are a lot like this in in the on the, for like the spectrum, you know. Right. Um I'm thinking of Joliet and I'm thinking of Hammond, Indiana, where it's like there are beautiful parts of both of those towns, but then there are also well, it's like, ooh, geez, mow your grass, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and when I think of Joliet, I just think of prison, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a we don't have a famous prison in Rockford, do we? No, not yet. We can grow to that though. We can build we're building a casino. What's the next step, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that casino coming soon, hopefully. Yeah, that that'd be great, I think. Uh, you know, a lot of it depends on who you ask on Facebook, you know. But uh, <laughs> I think I do take all my information from 
from Facebook too. So I'm glad you said that. Sure, yeah, it's where I get my opinions from. That's it, where I develop myself as a round and complete human. It's a good shelter for opinions. You can go adopt an opinion today at Facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Have you? Are you one of those people without an opinion? Try Facebook.com. Get this your is, opinion. This is a no-kill opinion shelter. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to look back and see uh, through the decades that it's pretty much been level, right? Yeah, it's uh, it goes back and forth. So when we've taken our lumps, there's uh, always an article around the corner that, that has a little more uh, positive review of Rockford. So what do you think? Give us a text, 815-874-2104. Rockford, top 10 or bottom 10? <laughs> I can't wait, not wait to hear where this goes. <laughs> hey, sometimes people do chime in on the text. So uh, 815-874-2104. Don't forget we're not using that old five-digit text number. The new number is just our studio number, so text us there. Kevin Haas, thank you very much. RockRiverCurrent.com. RockRiverCurrent.com. Again, that's RockRiverCurrent.com. Thank you, Kevin. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything. Hideous. 1049. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. The Morning X with Kev. Uh-huh. 1049 The Morning X, 808 on a uh, Friday the 13th. You know what's going to happen today? Uh, we're going to be slaughtered by a guy in a hockey mask. And uh, what better person to talk about that than uh, the Ice Hogs' own Mike Peck? Wow. That, that's a little, that's a grim grim prediction there. That is a, it is a grim prediction, but that's what happens. I thought you were going to see a black cat under a ladder or something Look, like that. Look, they've, they've made like 20 movies, and in all of them, this happens on Friday the 13th. So I'm just starting to think there's a pattern there. We should just watch out. And, you know, I know they don't wear the same hockey masks anymore. So I'm, my question is, back in like the 60s, 70s, when they were making these slasher movies, mm-hmm. were there hockey masks readily available? Well, this, well, the hockey mask from, from Friday the 13th, this was the mid-80s. Yeah, that's true. I it, guess I was thinking Mike Myers didn't really wear a hockey mask. No, he wore a William Shatner mask. Yeah, yes, he did. I, I saw that uh, making of the movie. Yeah, Michael Myers, if you didn't know this, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll give you a little trivia here. Um, the mask in Halloween, the Michael Myers mask, uh, was a William Shatner from Star Trek rubber mask and they messed up the hair they cut out the eye holes bigger and they spray painted it white to make it look like it does it's high in hollywood right there and now i can't look at it without going yep that's definitely <laughs> that's definitely shatner <laughs> that's captain kirk is this guy gonna land the enterprise or is he gonna stab me probably both <laughs> yeah on. so happy friday third i'm not in a good mood today I'm, I'm not i'm just not in a good mood are today. you cranky i'm is, cranky is it because i said you're dressed like little forrest gump no, that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike today looks just like Forrest Gump when he was a kid, like before, like when they show the scenes from when he was a kid. Not not his son, Little Forrest, because that's the Sixth Sense kid, uh, but the the Little Forrest, you know. Yeah, the, the so one that, the one that you know listens to his mom getting on with the principal. Yeah, so, and, and Kevin maybe run up and down the hallway a couple I times. I did. <laughs> they was my magic shoes. This is uh, Mike Peck's outfit today. So why are you cranky? You know, we had a rough game last night. I just don't like the the Rosemont Wolves. Just right. don't like those well, guys. We will talk about that uh, coming up, and we'll get the whole scoop on uh, what's happening at the BMO this weekend. The Morning X at 8.14 on a Friday morning, and Fridays at 8.15 mean we got Mr. Mike Peck. But in a cranky mood today, Mr. Mike Peck. Not happy. Not happy today. Well, uh, I don't blame you. Uh, 62 loss to the <clears throat> Wolves. Yeah, it, it's not necessarily the 6-2 the loss. It's who we lost to, I think, is what's getting, getting. Right, this is a rivalry series. And, you know, it makes for exciting playoff action, though. I mean, you got, it, it does. 
Uh, maybe not too exciting last night, but <laughs> there's game two tomorrow night and then game three on Sunday here in Rockford. Right. We that come, will be exciting. The Hogs come back to Rockford for game three. Um, and this is a best of five series? Best of five. Okay. Yeah. So Saturday's pretty important. Yeah, no matter what. <laughs> right. No, no matter what. If we win if we win tomorrow or lose tomorrow, Saturday's or Sunday's pretty big. Yes. Absolutely. Um, the uh, Rosemont Wolves, we'll call them. Yeah, that's uh, there's only one one pro hockey team in in Chicago, right? Um, and uh, yeah, and they don't play in Chicago. Although when a band goes to the Rosemont Horizon, I, I just called it the Rosemont Horizon. <laughs> yeah, it has not been the, but uh, fairly stated though. You the know, Rosemont. Okay, the Allstate Arena used to be called the Rosemont Horizon for those who don't know, uh, and I just called it that as if it were 1995. Well, the Wolves still call the BMO Harris Bank Center. The Rockford Metro Center. Ah, yeah. see. Yeah. There you so, go. They're also stuck in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I sense some trash talk happening right here. I like it. Maybe a little bit, you know. I like it. I mean, they're not they're not as dirty as those filthy Cleveland monsters, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. but they're... Yeah, the lake is not on fire in Rosemont. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a cleaner lake over there. Lake Erie, I don't know if you know this, but it, it is made out of motor oil, the whole lake. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. It's dirty over there. Uh, so, okay. Uh, last night, not so great. Uh, another chance again tomorrow in uh, in Rosemont. Sunday at the BMO. What can we expect? Four o'clock start time. Oh, 4 p.m. Jim Cornelson's going to come out and get us started with the anthem. If you've never been to a Blackhawks game and, and you've heard about Jim Cornelson, I'm sure everyone's heard about his anthem or seen it on TV or seen it at the Indy 500, which he'll be there next weekend singing there, you can come out to the BMO Sunday and see him perform the anthem. Uh, yeah, I can remember the first time I saw him sing the anthem, and it was like, wow. Yeah, he actually he actually sent me a video yesterday He he in the, in the middle of a, a Smashing Pumpkins concert. <laughs> he came out and sang the anthem. It was just very, like, very random, but really cool. Like just they're just jamming. All of a sudden, he comes out. Lady comes out with the flag, and boom! He rips off the anthem, and the place goes nuts. Yeah, and that would make sense. You know, the the Pumpkins are a Chicago band. Yeah, odds are they're they're Blackhawks fans. And if you know the Blackhawks, you know who Jim Cornelison is. And uh, I remember though, I think it only works for hockey because I remember he came out and sang the anthem. Hog, the Hawks won the championship that year. Uh, so then the Bears were like. We are in the playoffs. We should have Jim Cornelison yeah. come out and do it. And he did. He did a fine job, but did not have the same effect <laughs> on our on our Bears, unfortunately. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, it'd be interesting to see live and in person what it's like at the Indy 500. Because how many people are at that race? Like 500,000 people or something ridiculous? I mean, it's it's huge. Let's see. If you add up all the Walmarts in the country, I think it's a similar number. <laughs> yes. I think it's a similar number, for sure. And they're all in the infield. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So yeah, we have that'll be Sunday. Jim Cornelson coming out. Tommy Hawk will be out from the Blackhawks. And I mean, again, just the playoff hockey. It's been the the first two games at home against Texas were awesome. Uh, we we had the big one zero overtime win uh, last Friday. Uh, we had fifty four hundred people out of the building, so we were we were pushing a sellout. Sunday, uh, you know, we're probably going to be pushing five thousand again. So it's going to be awesome atmosphere. And again, it's it's the big rivalry with the Wolves, and you can't beat that. 
Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna need your support over there, and uh, it's uh, it's uh, that's pretty cool. Tickets on sale at icehogs.com. and uh, supposing there is a game four, that will also be at the BMO on Tuesday. Yeah, we're hoping there's a game four because yeah. if not, that means bad things right now for for <laughs> Rockford Icehogs. We would want there to be a game four. I'm no math major, but best of three, and we're down one nothing. Oh, you are dressed like Forrest Gump. Yeah. I'm not a smart man, <laughs> but I know that we need game four. Uh, well, best of luck, man, uh, because the playoffs are, are a lot of pressure and uh, uh, you know a lot of probably – how do I put this? It's probably mentally more difficult than the players. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, it's you truly have to focus on the step in front of you, which is now game two. So if the team wakes up today and they're dwelling on game one, does it really matter if you lost 2-1 or if you lost 6-2? I mean, not really, right? I mean, So, so you're, what you're saying is the players shouldn't be dwelling, but you're allowed to all you want. Yeah, I'm going to be mad all day. Like, oh, <laughs> stupid wolves. You could be cranky about the game for them. How about that? How about this has been therapy for me. I've talked it out. I feel much better about myself oh, man. and the situation. I do not advocate for myself as a therapist, I uh, don't know if you want to, you know, uh, I'll bill your insurance. We'll put it that way. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and do that. that that's, that's great. <laughs> we'll see what they say. Because I'm sure insurance will cover everything, right? Uh, I might be a good therapist. I, I'll get you to laugh at your problems, and then and then you can have a beer, you know? that's <laughs> Actually, that would be the best therapist. You walk in, and there's just like a six-pack of beer sitting right there. There you go. I'm. You know what? I'm going to bring back the idea of the radio therapist. You know, because you know Frazier on TV, uh-huh. he was a radio therapist. Yeah. People would just call him with their problems. I could do that. I don't need, quote unquote, a degree. <laughs> I could take your calls, solve your problems over the air, and then, uh, you know, I could be, I can make millions. Dr. Kev. <laughs> this is Dr. Frazier Kev. <laughs> I'm listening. I am listening. <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, while we, while we make that happen, we want to say uh, go Hogs. Uh, game two tomorrow night in Rosemont. Uh, game three back here at the BMO eight, uh, at icehogs.com for tickets with the BMO box office. Or call what number? Uh, 815-968-5222. That number again. 815-968-5222. And get on it because uh, this game might sell out. Yes, it's going to be a great game. So uh, get out there and uh, go Hogs! Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. Yeah, It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Your tool of the day in the Morning X, powered by Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese, where they buy, sell, and trade tools. And we make fun of tools, but we're talking about the people tools. Uh, the idiots, the dum-dums, the morons. And usually they're criminals just like this. 58-year-old guy in central Pennsylvania named Lawrence Williams uh, got himself a DUI. There was a hearing for a DUI case last month where he uh, crashed into a fence while allegedly driving drunk. And at the time, he was already on probation for two other DUI cases from earlier this year. So at 11 a.m., he showed up at his court case driving while drunk. That's right. He drove drunk to his drunk driving court case. That is an open and shut, closed book, tool of the day case. If I ever heard, heard one right there, he's going right to the tool of the day Hall of Fame with this one. You get right in when you do something that dumb. His blood alcohol level was more than twice the legal limit, and he was sent back to tool jail. Uh, yeah, the car was a rental vehicle, too, so yeah, he's going to be in some trouble. 
Don't be a tool like this fool here, but the right tool for your job is at Retool of Rockford on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, sell, and trade tools. Stop in, see Dave, tell him the morning X sent you, or visit rockfordretool.com. It went downhill from there. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Kev, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to be hanging out at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. out at Crimson Ridge, looking like I work there. Yeah, you know, sometimes when we go there, people do assume we just work there. Yeah, it's because we have to stand behind the jewelry counter to do our live broadcast from there. So, and, uh, you know, people ask me questions. Where are the women's sacks? I don't know. Actually, I've been there. Like, I've done so many remotes there and things that I know. So I just answer questions. I just work there when I go there. <laughs> I, hey, can I help you, ma'am? Flowers? Right downstairs. Matt's folding sweaters. <laughs> Would you like some Simply Southern wear? It's just off to the left there. We've got a wide variety of jewelry and, and chocolates. Well, I'll be out there from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. <laughs> tomorrow with tickets to the WWE and also tickets Ooh. to The Offspring, which is happening next weekend. Ooh, The Offspring. I like them. Yeah, they're banned. They are. They play instruments and stuff. Uh, and hey, we are a little bit um, country. Yeah, a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, etc. Uh, no, we have to do science news. Oh, good. And now, science. Shit. What are the nerds over in science land figuring out now? Uh, there's going to be a blood moon lunar eclipse happening on Sunday. That's what I hear. What's the difference between a blood moon and the real moon? Um, I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Oh, that's not it's a joke. Just, just, that's not a setup for a joke. <laughs> well, I would say the blood moon is red, and whereas a real moon is not red. Maybe like it. There's an eclipse, so that too. Wow, they really named that cleverly. Super blood moon. It's red, and blood is red. <laughs> what would, well, yeah, what would you call it? How about just the moon? It's still the moon. Yeah, but it's you know it's cool red color. There's no magic happening. It's just red because of reflection off of something. Oh no, there's space magic going on. Ah, uh, that. Full Eclipse starts at 11.29 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, so 10.29 p.m. our time on Sunday night. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. Sorry. Well, don't just leave us hanging. <laughs> Finish the rest of the song. Now I'm only falling apart. <laughs> Astronomers snapped, uh, snapped the first photo of the supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way. Ooh, really? Our galaxy, the Milky Way. There's the sound of a black hole that's 250 million light years away, and they had to pitch up the sound to hear it. It's actually 50 octaves lower than the bottom note on a piano. How can they do that? But yet, like the the sound of coming out of my TV is very low. Like I need like a sound bar. I don't get it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like how how do they, plus how do they figure that out? How do they know? How can they see that far? I just don't get it. They have many instruments. They're scientists, remember. I do. I know that, but... Don't, f- don't forget, they are scientists over there. <laughs> They're smart. <clears throat> uh, scientists grew plants in lunar soil for the first time. Dirt from the moon. They grew plants in it. Hey, just like uh, the Martian. You ever see the Martian? Yeah, but that was Mars, not the moon. Oh, well, that's right. Well, either way. Different science over there. That Martian science we're not okay with yet. So, moon. Well, you know what? I still think we're going to colonize the moon at some point. For What? I don't know, just to be there. We already jammed our flag into it. We already colonized it. We played golf up there. What else I know. do we got to do? Right. Well, I don't build a resort, like a lunar resort. They said. I thought we talked about this. They were the, going to. The moon is a garbage place to live. You wouldn't want to live on the moon. Nah, fix it up. You know? Even fix it up. Put a casino up there. I don't know. <laughs> Hard rock moon. It's like living on a desert that's 400 below. That's what it's like. Yeah, well, not if you have a nice indoor amusement park up there. Congress is gearing up for its first open UFO hearing in 50 years. Oh, great. Which means it's happened before. (laughs) 
I don't get it. Uh, can we build a wall between Earth and space? <laughs> we need to keep these illegal aliens off of planet Earth. <laughs> Literally aliens. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, like... They always, like, they released all that footage, like, and, and stuff during the pandemic, remember? We're going to build a space wall, and Mars is going to pay for it. <laughs> There's nobody on Mars, maybe. Martians. Martians. Oh, did you see the, they found, like, some, the rover took a picture, it looked like a door, like, in a rock formation. There's a door on Mars? Did you see it? No, I didn't see like, the so, Mars You know how door. NASA sends back, like, pictures from the rover? Yeah, sure. Like, one of them looked like a doorway to, like, something on the, on the side of a rock wall. Now, they say it's like, oh, it's just a formation. No, it's an alien door to something, a structure. Matt, Mr. Non-Believer Conspiracy Theorist, believes it's actually a door? Yes. I believe, dude. I kidding me? No, man, that's just a, that's just a, a Photoshop. <laughs> I told they, didn't, they didn't really land on Mars at all, man. That was on a soundstage. I'm a conspiracy theorist, but it's for like all the conspiracies. I'm like leaning towards like people on Mars and the moon and well, everything. Why, why, why? That's not a conspiracy, though. People actually do believe there is life on other planets. I do. Yeah. There's no. There's no reason to hide it. Well, either way, when Elon Musk finally gets to Mars, he's going to see some sh stuff. <laughs> we'll said the wrong thing there. I'm going to start my own Mars Twitter. Twitter Mars. Yeah. Actually, he probably he'll probably do that too. Yes, bring the worst thing about planet Earth <laughs> Social over, media. over to Mars when we when we go over there. You don't yeah. want to see aliens tweeting out? No. Taking I don't want to find out what they have to say about us. Taking selfies of them like with the earth in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they probably they probably drive by Earth and like lock the doors. Don't <laughs> roll the windows up. <laughs> hey, don't you know Earth? Stay away from there. Yeah. They're like, uh, they fight in Walmart parking lots. <laughs> like they tell kids when they're flying their spaceships, listen, don't fly near Earth. Yeah. It's not good over there. That's a that's a bad neighborhood. <laughs> it's a bad area. <laughs> uh, I think that's all the time we have yeah. for science news this yeah. morning. Yeah. 1049. The morning X will return after Kev's done crop dusting the country station.